Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Listen to Scoopy Radio with Brendan Robinson. Scoopy Radio. Welcome to another edition of Heavy Live with Scoopy. I am Brandon Scoopy Robinson, senior writer at heavy.com. We are live on a multitude of Heavy's Facebook pages, Heavy on Lakers, Heavy.com, Periscope on my Twitter at Scoop B, and as well as on YouTube. We are in there like swimwear. It's always a party when we have one of, my, one of the most respected people out there right now, none other than Nicole Hoops Alexander. What's going on, man? What's up, Working my tail off. How are you? That's good, especially at a time like <laughs> I can't complain. I'm wonderful. Best day. I know it. You, uh, you told me Halloween is one of your favorite holidays. I love it. I, I really love every holiday. I mean, if you want to do another interview on Thanksgiving, I'm going to tell you that's my favorite. And then Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that. Yeah. I believe, I believe that. You got a busy day, um, but I'm glad that you made some time for me because um, you, you're kind of busy these days. You're in a music video. Um, tell me a little bit about the video, um, that you are in, um, that's making waves. <laughs> well, it's crazy. And then everything happens so fast. Cause you know, nobody has been doing anything. I mean, everything's been so slow with COVID going on and a travel situation. So, you know, everybody's been really reluctant to get in those settings with everybody, but they took the best precautions. It was super comfortable. Everyone was protected. And, you know, I got the email like, Hey, like, you know, we need you for a feature for this video. And it kind of has to do with, you know, a reality based type of video show. And I was just like, okay. And when I talked to the producers, they were like, but we want to make it a little bit funny. And I love, I love those additives. I want it to be fun, funny, nothing serious, mm -hmm. you know, lighthearted. And so I was all in for it, flew out, did it best time on set. And basically, you know, it was like 
I love hoops. So we had a mansion full of the guys fighting for my affection and my love while the tables turn. <laughs> but they were goofy, you know, Ty's the one, Ty Dolly, he's the one, and then everybody else, you know. The song is called Nothing Like Your Exes. Yeah, you were all in the pool. You 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 were everywhere. I had the jacuzzi in it up. <laughs> I'm not messing with you. I'm not messing with you. You know, um, when you talk about hoops, you and I met. Uh, we were in a celebrity bat. Well, I was playing. You were kind of hanging out, but we met at this celebrity basketball game out in Tallahassee, Florida. And um, you uh, and I made a bet. <laughs> hey, you made a bet. <laughs> One that so you not, lost. A bet that I lost. I lost okay. the bet. What you said? Oh, I said, yeah, one that you didn't want to really mention. You know, we made a bet, but yes, you lost. And, you know, come to think of it, you still owe me 20 minutes, man. I do. So, for, th for those who are tardy to the party, um, we bet the <laughs> NFL playoffs. And it was, I think, the Baltimore Ravens. Titans. Um, yeah, it was Ravens, Titans. So, you still got to collect on that bet. I do got to collect on it. I'm thinking that before we get off, I might have you do a little something for five seconds <laughs> to knock off five <laughs> seconds, 20 minutes. <laughs> we are live. I mean, there, you know, I get to choose when. <laughs> All right. So what, so, so, so we're collecting now. What do you, what, what do we have to do? Um, I would say, I'd say like, maybe just give me like a ballerino pirouette or something like that. You know? Oh, heck no. <laughs> Get out of your seat, back up a little bit, give me a little twirl. <laughs> Literally. All right. So That's I'm going to get up. <laughs> this is, this is exclusive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the hand so, movements, everything. Go like this. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 20 seconds off of 20 minutes. So we gotta do that for twenty minutes? No, that's just twenty seconds. I'll get you. I'm donating my time. Oh man, a scoop? Huh? I see your knees and hips moving. That's good. Oh yeah, up, down, side, side, plié, relevé, all of that. I'm waiting for you to tell me when to stop. Okay, stop. <laughs> you may sit. <laughs> Tell me how you knew that the Titans were going to win. Uh, I can't give you my secrets away. It's internal, you know. It's just a magic thing I have. I mean, really, have I ever really lost anything, Scope? You know, that's a funny thing. Um, <laughs> you you said that to me. You said I haven't really lost. <laughs> um, you've won at everything. Yep. Um, I don't know what to say to that, but you won the bet. <laughs> Add it to the list. <laughs> what are some of your most successful wins that you enjoy? Um, gosh, I mean, it could be from a basketball game, which is just delightful, especially when you're playing against a group of people that just know they got the game, and then you mm -hmm. just half court maybe that's how I like to shoot half long shots like Steph and you just drain it for the game oh gosh that's just great but I have to say <laughs> I have to say I love money 
because it was so unexpected. So I did this show in 2008, I Love Money or whatever, and it came down to just me and one other person. And I just knew we had it, but we had one more um, test to go through or whatever. And I seen him struggling a little bit. And I just, I went over there and I hurried up and did the last thing. And then boom, his check got voided. <laughs> mine, mine was given to me $250,000. That was the craziest win of my life, literally. So I, that was probably my favorite. I love money. Like you said, you, I guess it was, uh, you defeated Joshua white boy gallander. Um, and you won the 250,000. When you do game shows like this, okay, you win 250,000. Mm-hmm. I'd imagine a lot of that goes to taxes. Show enough. <laughs> <laughs> when you get the, when, what I had to sign, I was like, oh, oh, there you go. Yeah. Well, we don't want no problem, so they can take it. <laughs> when you first, when you got that check and you saw how much it was, what was your first reaction? Um, I just saw about my family. Like, I just was like, oh my gosh, like, you know, like we can have fun. Like, you know, if they need something, it was just more security, you know, like for me, like even, even up until that show, I mean, I have been so blessed. Like there's an, I'm, I'm kind of low maintenance when it comes to things, as long as I can travel, as long as I get my family can go wherever they want to and just have the freedom of whatever it is that I want to do, I can do it. I mean, I'm pretty, I'm pretty simple and happy. So I just was, I couldn't wait to just like take them on vacation or do stuff. And I made a couple of investments and things like that. So, you know, um, but that's, that's really it. No, that's real. That's real. Flavor love. Many people know you from that show. Yeah. Do you, if you could go back and change anything about your role in it, what would it be and why? Nothing. It would be the same way. Like, you know, I think the misconception was that on that show, people thought that we knew it was him. So, I mean, the reaction, especially back there, were so real. And that's why the reality was great, you know? And so, like, but getting to know him behind the scenes or whatever, we developed the best relationship. We still have it now. I love him to death. And, no, I wouldn't change a thing. Like, I, I didn't know this was going to happen. I mean, I'm still, like everybody no matter what you're it's kind of like friends and jennifer aniston and she even's just like i'm so tired of hearing about friends well i mean that's what made you i wouldn't take anything of it back i mean so i'm walking down the street now or in the store or wherever and i mean i'm still doing appearances and people are like flavor flavor and i'm thinking like do you know how many more things i've done since then <laughs> no but that was it <laughs> that's like when did it get to a point for you where <clears throat> you couldn't go and walk down the street by yourself. You couldn't go to the grocery store by yourself. You couldn't go to church by yourself. Like at what point did it become too much? Oh gosh. I, I, so we, we wrapped the show. I went back home to Michigan. I mean, they, that was a quick editing product. Well, it was like a long editing process back then. So maybe like six months later, boom, the first episode came on immediately and you know this is coming from old time girl that i'm out basketball climbing trees dirty you know what i mean whatever just do it and then mm-hmm. everybody oh who is this girl on tv and flav said it would change he was that that was it my life was going to change and i didn't realize how the minute that that first episode came on television i'm talking about phone ringing and i'm thinking like how do that like how do people have my number like how are they getting a hold of me like and back then we didn't have social media so you couldn't just go and DM somebody or this down the other, whatever you had to go through the actual production company 
talk to a publicist and a publicist had to reach out to somebody that tried to get a hold of you. I mean, there was a process, but it was right after that where I went to the mall and they literally were shutting the stores down so that I could shop on the inside. I'm talking about I just was like, what? This is crazy. So crazy. And so then after that, you know, security comes, blah, 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 blah. And you have to hire them now forever in big groups. Like you have that. It just changes everything. I mean, I, I got thrown in it quick. So I had to learn very fast and get thick skin. Because the world is a, is, a, is a cruel place. Can can be. People are mean. Yeah. People can be mean. People can be vindictive. People have agendas. How they can get... They can get some of your shine and do whatever. Like it's 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 a lot. <laughs> oh, so you gotta walk around. You know what I mean? Like always kind of guarded or whatever. But that's why I live away from the big cities. Um, I you know I live in a, a nice rural area so that I I can feel and be, I'll say normal or regular, whatever you want to call it. You know, and then you know, get ready to get back out there in the big world or whatever and be hoops, I guess. What do you think about the reunion episodes that are coming up? I think that everything is about to, you know, and things usually happen. They come and they circle back around. Um, this was a shock, though. But, yeah, I guess they greenlit a reunion show for the guys from I Love New York. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't know. And I don't know what's going on. You know, Chance did. Um, he's doing a show right now. He has Aaron. Uh, mm-hmm. He has. <laughs> really. He's hilarious. I love him, by the way. So I don't. I think something's coming back around. That's a good thing. That's a good I think thing. It is too. I think it is. I think when you talk about things coming back around, um, I think that anything that's two thousands, anything that is like, like people just think throwback and they think nineties. They don't think two thousands is throwback yet. And I think we're in that early stages of things starting to come around in that regard. And I think it's coming at the right time, particularly with COVID. Just slowing everything. I I agree. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And watched, I mean, and we're going to get ready to come up on the reunion for ours. So they'll, they'll replay it. I mean, they replay it every year. So in February for Valentine's day, but like, I think this time, um, I don't, I don't know. They're going to, they got something up their sleeve. Somebody does. So we'll see. What is something about yourself um, that you've learned about yourself Say during COVID? Say it again. You, you broke up. What is something that you've learned about yourself during COVID? Um, I would say that, um, well, um, you, uh, <laughs> I'd say patience. I'd have to say patience because... I used to be a hot head. And then, you know, when your life changes, you can't, you can't do that anymore because like you, you just can't, so you can't be the bad guy. So I've had to, um, I've had to really pick and choose my battles, you know? So, cause some things just aren't worth it. And, and, and you got to let somebody else be that person. But I, I have to say patience. I've just grown a lot of patience or whatever, but really nothing for the most part has really changed, you know, like, I don't know, new money, still old habits. <laughs> I'm always going to take care of people I love. And I mean, what are you going to do? You know, the court maybe gets a little bigger. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's real. I think when you talk about patience, I think when you talk about um, family, it seems like you're, you're well rounded in that regard. I got to ask, you were once engaged to Shaq and, 
the most dominant player in basketball. Um, when you talk about someone who's focused, determined, and more, what is something about him, uh, just focus-wise? I know him, you know him, but you know him differently. What is something about him that fascinates you? Um, his level of competition, his level of, of drive, what's something about him that, that fascinates you? I, I think his ambition. Like, I love ambitious people, but, like, you know, you can say you want so many things in life, but to go after them and do it, also maintain and pursue it and keep that consistency up. I admire him for that. I learned so many things on the business end of it, you know, um, and, and, and the value of a team, people you trust, things like that or whatever. And also, you know, when to move, when not to move, where to place your money and things like that, like taught me so much. So I'd have to say like his ambition, you know, and his love for for also the people, he's a family person too, the people that he loves. So he'll do anything for them, you know, so, um, and his heart. So I'd say that. You're a hooper. He's a hooper. Did you guys ever have yep. a free throw competition? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We used to, I'm not even a free throw shooter, but you got to make him there, whatever. So if you go back and, and, and check the stats on him, on the last year that he played for Boston, his free throw percentage went up because we were in that house of court all the time, making him shoot free throws. I'm like, Nope, you keep shooting them. <laughs> go check the percentage. It went up. So are you are you are you saying? So are you saying that you are responsible? So we talking Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett, Nate Robinson, Shaq, that era of the Celtics. You were potentially responsible for his percentage going up. I would have to say so. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to say so. This will be this will be a nice thing to kind of look back at, and you know, I get get Shaq on here, or whatever, and you ask him how many times we had to shoot free throws because we were in there. That's just what we had to work on. I'm like, be getting to the free throw line, not doing because this is the thing. In his last year, whatever he was, he couldn't be as dominant as he was. You know, like that was kind of going down towards. He just so you got to make up for it somewhere else or whatever. So get the point standing there. We worked on it a lot. So tell me something. You guys competed in free throw. You were you guys competing in free throw competitions, or were you just working on free throws? Working on free throws, but obviously one on one all the time. Twenty one all the time. We had a couple little games we play all the time. You know, whatever. So just you know, just out, you know, having fun. We had a lot. Twenty one. <laughs> twenty twenty one to me is a good game. I remember playing that in high school and college with, with classmates. It's fun because. Like, we know Shaq has, actually has handles. I've seen him and Michael Jordan in videos go toe-to-toe in, in the pre-All-Star game, and I've seen it in All-Star games with his dribble. And what, are, what, are some, what are some shots that he's taking in 21 that he's not taking on the court in an NBA game? You said what are some – you broke up at the end. You said what are some shots that he's taking in 21 that, he, that, he, oh, that he's he'll, he'll not taking in game? Listen, you'll hit the three, and he's actually a good corner shot. I, I, I would have never thought it. Obviously, he, you know, he did it a couple times in the games, or whatever. But yeah, he'll stand back and shoot the three and everything. I'm like, what? Okay. Yeah, he can't really do it in the game. <laughs> do it in the, in the in the warm up, maybe. But you're an athlete, and you have played in celebrity games. You've done TV shows and more. Why didn't that translate? into professional basketball like in the WNBA? Um, I had an offer. I had a couple offers when I first came out. But at that time, you know, the league had just started for women. And they were just trying to fill arena seats. 
And mm-hmm. so for me, I'm just draw the crap. And you know what I mean? Especially for something that I love. I, I think also, um, I like the freedom of being able to come and go when I please my choices. And I, that's just how I live today or whatever. And I'm still blessed to have the opportunities in, in, you know, of work to come in that I get to say, Oh, I want to do this or I don't want to do this or whatever. I can control that now, you know? And I think being on that strict schedule, especially going through it with high school and I did two years or whatever, then went overseas. The, the regimen of that, uh, not really a routine person. So I know me and I just didn't want to, I love basketball as a passion because it got me through childhood, like just growing up. Like that's just, even now, if I don't know where I couldn't just go out and play, like, I don't know how else I would be able to like release all the things that people have to release, you know, as human beings. But um, it just wasn't in the car for me. And then it wasn't the path that I felt like I needed to take. So I, I turned it out. I think um, what I hear you saying is living within your purpose, having options, um, knowing your worth, but also not chasing it um, is what I see. And it's funny because I feel like where you are now career wise is where where you were then, like in the 2000s and early 2010s. I think the WNBA will be willing to accept someone like you now, particularly because it's grown like social media has grown personalities have grown Mm -hmm. if a show like flavor of love existed today and it started today do you think that in a climate like today you would have made the decision to play in the league now no no like there's anything like a choice or decision I make a time or place or whatever. I'm such a moment person. I think it's very important to stay present as much as you can. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I full roundedly think of all the, the decisions and choices that I make. Like if it's a yes or a no, it's not an instant. You know, you have to think about that path that'll lead you down when you do make that choice or where you'll end up. Sometimes you may not know or take a chance or this and the other. So I'm fully hundred percent aware of uh, the actions it causes when I make, when I say yes or no, you know what I mean? So I, I'm not that person like, Oh, I should have, I wish I would have, or could have. And then all genres of, you know, respect to my life, relationships, career wise, all family, all of those things. So no, I'm a hundred percent aware. What is something that you'd like to accomplish? Um, in the next year, can you hear me? Stay. Yeah, it's just really like crackle and pop. <laughs> this, okay. This is this is the Wi-Fi culture we're in these days. <laughs> Can you hear me? I, the what? I said this is yeah. the stay-at-home Wi-Fi culture that we are in these days. No, I, I lost you again. Stay at home and watch a what? I said this is the stay-at-home Wi-Fi culture that we are in these days. This is true. I got to say, you're the first person I'm doing it with as far as the live stream and everything else like that. That's why I said I got to love you, Scoop. <laughs> what? No, and the feelings of mutual love you too. What is your apprehension with sitting down with people and doing interviews? Um, You know, for me, it's just it's so redundant. I think just talking about the same things or whatever and sitting and I think talking about yourself. <laughs> I've always just, I don't know. I mean, and then you're just repeating it. And I think, um, I mean, for some people, a lot of people are probably hearing stuff they never heard before, you know, but um, I don't know. I mean, when you do them uh, 20 times a day, I think you 
it just gets a little for you. You're going to, you're going to get information from several different people and it's a different situation for you. But me, I gotta, you know, it's kind of like keep on, you know, talking about the same thing. So it becomes redundant. There's a level yeah. of redundancy and you, and you, and you want to do more than just, I, I would imagine uh, if correct me if I'm wrong. Um, I'm cool with Tahiri from hip hop and, People always want to talk about loving hip hop, Joe Button, over and over and over again. Who she dated, whatever. And it's like knowing her, there's more to her than just that. But people only want to focus on loving hip hop. They only want to focus on um, yeah. just the personal stuff, more so relationship stuff, because that's what's interesting who someone dated and more. But there's, I would imagine, in the same yeah. vein, there's more to you than just that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I took it with you. I knew it was going to be a little bit different. <laughs> yeah, so I appreciate that. Yeah, you, you have a movie that was greenlit. Um, if I'm not mistaken, um, you're doing it. It's with Jim Jones, if I'm not mistaken. Um, it is a film called First Lady. I guess it's part three. Yeah, First Lady. We're getting ready to film part three. So we did one and two. Maria's Revenge, and now well, we're gonna get. We're gonna be doing a movie called Next. So, uh, yeah, we'll we'll start that in a couple weeks i'm excited about it so part three the saga continues what is it like being on set with jim jones what was it like being on set with him mm -hmm. um i think i think i think like everybody if you're not in your element you're, you're you're a little bit more reserved or whatever but i mean we didn't have like a humongous part together or whatever but it's just it's so awkward when you're not used to film and like for him i mean he probably is to it but like on a set set you know, to keep on repeating is, um, you know, we had like a bed scene or whatever where like he's getting ready to leave. I don't know if you've seen it or not, or whatever. And some people without the dialogue and, and not rehearsing together, because I mean, we just went and got it. I, I cleared the room and I was just like, Jim, listen, we got to make this real. We can go over it a couple of times or whatever. And this, we got familiar with each other, or whatever, went through it, got him comfortable. And so then we just nailed it. And then that was it. It was a, it was brief, but we, we, we got a good part. So, yeah, he's cool. He's very cool. Um, I sat down with him a couple of times back in last November, um, as well as uh, this summer. And I mean, we talked about like old school New York City basketball, um, the, the old tunnel uh, club that Funkmaster Flex used to spin in. Have you ever been to the tunnel or too, are you too young? No, I know what you're talking about. I mean, listen, like, <laughs> like cousins, daddy, all of them, whatever, just want to put it on. But like I said, I was too busy outside playing, but we know music. Music runs in the family now. What is something you're you're an athlete, you are in tip-top shape. Music um, is something that I think um, gets people moving. I guess my question is, what is what is something musically that gets you motivated in your workouts? What are three songs that get you hyped? It gets me, oh my gosh. Well, I'll tell you like this. My mood changes like the wind. So it just depends on whatever mood I'm in. The jazz are just like, they're endless. It could be big band if I'm cooking. It could be Metallica if I'm mad. It could be <laughs> like if I need to get that steam out. I, I express like emotions. I'm not a good talker when it comes to that. I, I hold a lot in through music. Just depends on, on my mood. I love alternative. I, I love R&B, I love country. Like, I mm -hmm. love all music genres, so it depends. 
if I'm working out, I kind of upbeat, you know, EDM, things like that or whatever. And yeah, all over the place. That's real. That's real. Um, the election is coming up. I'm not going to ask you who I voted for, but will you be glad or who you voted for? But I'm curious to know, will you be glad when everything is over? You're curious to know what? Will you be happy when the election is over? <laughs> Will I be happy? Yeah. <laughs> this conversation can go so many ways right now. And I'm going to just say that I, I, I will be happy when it's over, but I do feel like there's going to be another level of just chaos before it gets better. Um, and then hopefully I think things will just mellow out, you know, and kind of get back into place of wherever they're supposed to be. Hopefully we'll see. Yeah, no, that's real. That's real. What are you doing the rest of the day today? It's Halloween. Are you dressing up? Who are you going to be? Yes, dressing up. Um, I got other people to dress up. I got a birthday party that I got to make a cake for. And, and then, like, well, you know, there's a, we're going to do a bonfire. So everybody's outside, do a little cake, then come back and then uh, get some dinner ready or whatever. And then you can see the, the uh, decorations. I need to get these pumpkins outside. And no one's really passing out candy or anything like that, but. We're going to have, you know, a couple family members over. I'm going to be a, the, the, the theme is angels and demons. So um, my wings are falling apart. So now I'm going to have to try to switch my, switch my, don't you see that? Mm-hmm. So I got, what are you doing? Right. Sleeping, working, writing. I grew up not celebrating Halloween as a, as a kid, but for me, I, I, in my life, I've only trick-or-treated once. And I was a grown-ass adult. <laughs> yeah, that's how you have to do it. And listen, I don't think there's the last two years I probably did trick-or-treat. But every year, <laughs> I'm like, come on, kids, come on, we're going. But, <laughs> but to be honest with you, with COVID and everything, I don't really trust it. You don't? Just the level of, like... Not outside, but just like the level of like the trick or treating, I think is is good for the kids. But I think it's going to be very interesting with kids wearing masks and then wearing a mask on top of their mask. Oh, okay. You're you're coming from okay. I was just thinking fun this and the other, which they're not even trick or treating anyway. I think now they just do the trunk or treat or something or whatever, and everyone's yeah. outside. And yes, I, yes. I think I think. We'll know well enough, like how they're gonna. They're already gonna be outside, so I mean, I think it'll be good. So yeah, I'm uh, staying my 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 black well, behind the side, but for the other kids, if they want to go out and do it, I don't want to spoil their fun at all. It's just it's just not for me. Well, I'm about to live it up, so I hope you have a good rest of your day, Sue. You too, ma'am. I'll let you know. So we'll get back to that another time. Of course, of course. We're going to talk. I appreciate you giving me your time, and um, we will talk soon. Yep. All right. Thanks for having me. All right, Rockstar. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. And this is Scoopy Radio saying, you bring the coffee, and I'll bring the Dunkin'. Kaboom! My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along, and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. 
Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.